Show. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to butcher your name, but today we have Teclo Hutrova. She's going to correct me on that name pretty soon. Oh, there you go. That volume worked that time. There you go. And we have Tecla on today. She's a she's a actress and a stunt performer. Can't wait to talk to her. Seems like she's been physically active her entire existence. How have you guys been doing? I took a day off yesterday and it felt fantastic. I went to uh, go get my quarantine test. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I went through a drive-in quarantine test over here in Westwood, near the VA. That was great. <laughs> I'm glad the tests are out there, and I'm glad that people are being patient, and I'm glad that people are really taking care of themselves. I'm glad that people are, are trying to be as safe as possible, keeping their distance. It's really working. But last night I ordered a pizza and this guy shows up without a mask and without gloves. I would say without a mask is probably the biggest thing. And that freaked me out. It's like, how in the world could you be delivering pizzas from house to house to house or food and not be wearing a mask? I'd be wearing a hazmat suit. Give us a call. 515-602-9609. Do you have any questions for our guests or you just want to be on the show and, and uh, entertain us? Do a little shimmy, do a little dance. That'd be nice. What books have you been reading? What movies have you been watching? What video games have you been playing? I've been playing Bioshock and Far Cry 5. I mean, they're so, such old games. I, mean, I still love them. I've been reading Photographing Fairies. That's an old book, but a wonderful book. I've been watching a lot of Community on uh, on Netflix. I love that show. Let's ask her guest what she's been watching, what she's been doing during this time. Let's give her her own ceremonial clap. Hey. Hello, Tecla. Hey. How's it going? Good morning. Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm now, doing good. How, how do we oh, pronounce oh. your name? Because I, I was uh, checking out Facebook, and it has an audio recording of how to pronounce <laughs> your name, but it it did not help. It did not help. It didn't help. Oh, no. No. I have to uh, try to fix that. I actually spent a lot of time um, focusing on making sure that that audio recording is right, because it gives you a bunch of different options, and <laughs> yeah. you have to like, click the ones that you can get. Um, <laughs> For for me, I was like, I was listening to it like with headphones on. I'm I'm really trying to focus on it. I'm like, wow, this is not going to help me. Maybe, maybe you tried too hard. Um, it's just maybe. Hutirova. Hutirova. Now, what 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 nationality is that? Is that coming from? Uh, it's Slovak. Slovak. Slovakian. Huh. Yeah, Slovak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's why That's it's that difficult. That's where my parents are from. Oh. 
Well, honest, honestly, there's a bunch of uh, other like Slavic names that are yeah. Slavic is the whole family of of languages, and there's a lot sure. of names that have just all consonants all together. So I yeah. thought it was being generous having a vowel between every consonant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have friends who are from the Slavic countries, and it's it. I, I just start yeah. laughing. Like you gotta be kidding me, man! It's like you can't <laughs> last name can't. I mean, I used to complain that people's last name was Smith, but now I c- completely understand why. Yeah, of course, Smith is a good name. <laughs> Did you say that you're eating oatmeal awesome. right now? I I had some this morning. I made some. Oh, so it was a good oh. morning. I like. I made it with apples and cinnamon and stuff, and it's my. Oh, you're fancy. Every Look now at you. and then. Yeah, every now and then. <laughs> if you make the <laughs> apples first with the cinnamon, it's better than if you just throw them in later. I agree with Otherwise, you. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, because if you if you put it in first, it, it kind of crunches them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually have a flavor rather than just this like weird apple mush. Great. <laughs> well, before we get there. started, uh, it, it, how have you been doing during this quarantine time? Um, I've been okay. We, uh, my mom lives in Sedona, so my boyfriend and I are staying with her. Um, nice. so it's been quiet, kind of not, not terrible. Um, bored as hell, but otherwise everything's fine. Right. I, uh, actually ended up buying a heavy bag because I really wanted one for my apartment, but obviously that right. wasn't going to happen, like a hanging <laughs> one. And then I was looking at my mom's window and saw this like right. giant hook in a big wooden beam oh it was and meant to be I guess there was a chain before and then so yeah i just ordered one off amazon even yeah. though i don't like supporting amazon but yeah just because of whatever they're doing with stuff um but i ordered one and it came and it was filled it was like, it's like 80 pounds i felt so bad for the delivery guy and when i saw it at the door it was just like <laughs> kind of shoved against the door and i was like yeah i would have done the same thing <laughs> fun, and i've been training <laughs> I think I've seen some video of you training against that heavy bag. That heavy bag doesn't have yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done too much heavy bag stuff, so it's fun to try to come up with combos and like get critiques from my friends who are super, super good at it. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, it's very cool. interesting to see very condensed people like hitting the heavy bag because you know it's going to be like a really powerful punch because when you're big and lengthy, <laughs> those punches are a little, you know, the, the center of balance is not really all all the time there, but... If you're at the height that you are, the balance is pretty much always there. I mean, I still struggle to find it, but every now and then, you know, I think I think everyone has to find it for themselves. Right. I, and there's definitely benefits to being tall, like, you know, reach. Sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> reach. And then you, get, you get all that time to, like, build yeah. up power. I have to do mine really fast, but I think there's yeah. just... Every everybody's different. It's pretty cool to see how everyone works with their own. Because I've like I have friends who are six four and can flip, yeah. and it's like what? How? How? How are you doing this? <laughs> I was I was <laughs> fighting with it with it. I was sparring with a teacher of mine years and years ago, and I went mm-hmm. behind him and I was I was blocking his back so he couldn't turn left and right, and he put his arms behind mm-hmm. him and just started punching me from his shoulders. <laughs> It's like that what in like something like out of that, an anime. I know. It's like that's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> oh my god. I just pictured like the, the super fast punches that animes do, but yeah, like, exactly. and it was amazing. <laughs> 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 yeah. like, Wait a minute. That's not fair fighting. <laughs> it's just, like somehow uppercuts into your chin. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was seriously like what what in the world are you doing? What's happening? 
Yeah, and I love that that was the choice. Like, it wasn't like, I guess you weren't doing grappling or something, because, like, right. honestly, it would have been a throw at that point. But right. he punched you. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you mentioned your, your parents are in Sedona right now. That So that's where you grew up, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I grew up in around around Sedona, in and mm. around Sedona. There's, like, a couple small towns clustered together. Nice. And... Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it's it's kind of nice to be back because I haven't been back for more than a few days at a time right. since I moved to LA in 2015. So it's <laughs> did, been did, nice. Did you did you always did you train martial arts while you're while you're in Arizona or or at least grappling oh, yeah. or tricking yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing? Where, where did you go? Yeah, um, I did. Uh, there's this, just this random martial arts school in Cottonwood, Arizona that is super awesome like I lucked out there because there's so many martial arts schools that right. aren't all that great and I just exactly ended up finding a really good one that I'm really grateful for <laughs> called Taekwondo Unlimited shout out to them um nice but so I, I started there well actually I started in a different school before that but then the the teacher had to move to Phoenix because he was a police officer so right. I had to restart um the belt system which really sucked as an eight-year-old and I was like that's yes. really not fun but it actually yeah. was helpful, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I, I started at the other school at like 10 or 11. Um, and wow, that's young. Yeah, nice. They had a – some kids end up like starting way earlier. I used to feel oh, yeah. so behind because I didn't start when I was like three. But Really? I think, there's, I think there's a benefit to starting later or late or whatever. Right. Like even if you start when you're 40 or something because – your brain's more developed, so it doesn't take you as long to learn some stuff, like the, right. the concept stuff. So I think that's really mm-hmm. beneficial. And then I think you care about it some more because there's a lot of kids that are really good when they're young and then they drop out of it. So there's definitely a balance, I think, just from teaching kids. I'm like, oh, my God, this one's right. going to be so good. And then the <laughs> next week they're gone. I'm like, no, my prodigy, why? <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's always fun. But so yeah, how long did I you train at that school it, before you moved on? Um, I, I've, I was there for a while. I got my first, I got my first and second degree black belt from there, and the first one Beautiful. took like five years, four years, five years, which is a good mm-hmm. amount of time. If you get it any in any faster, that's too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I agree like with jiu-jitsu, you. you don't get them for crazy amounts of time, which is awesome. Yeah. I think with kids, yeah. you have to be a little more fast-paced but we had a lot of belts so it helped right um but I, I got my first and second degree there and then I when I was an orange belt I started with their um demo team which is like their performance mm-hmm. team so we kind of did like extreme martial arts flips acrobatic stuff and starting in that and helping like and, and doing that and then competing on the local circuit with like forms um led me into going to NASCA, which is the North American Sport Karate Association. Um, oh. And they have like a, it's it's one of the most well-known uh, sport karate circuits. So I competed on they that are. for a few years. And then through that, everyone that was competing on that ended up going to LA to try stunts and all that. So that's kind of the, hmm. the path. So the when, when did you transform from martial arts into tricking? How did how did that work out um, for you? So uh, that was the that was the demo team because um, hmm. my instructor was one of the 
kind of not first people, but one of the well, definitely one of the first people in our area, and one of the right. uh, first people to do tricking. And tricking is such a weird thing because over the last even like, I guess ten years even, yeah, definitely twenty, it's gotten crazy. Like people would start right. doing like tornado kicks and five forties and butterflies and then butterfly twists right. and then like double right. leg kicks and now it's like cork in back out and like that's not even the craziest thing these days like people are doing double flips and double twists out of literally no setups and it's it's right like there's kids that are like 14 they're doing crazy crazy stuff like quadruple corks and triple triples and it's like it's insane and just like the variations that that tricking has because it's not like gymnastics where you land on both feet most of the time like almost always and then you just punch out of it and keep going you're landing on one foot and usually like there's terminology that has you like landing facing the way you came or facing the opposite way you came or facing like half quarter turns. And it's like all completely different. And it's, it's just such an impressive art form now. Right. Um, But back then it was like, let's learn aerials and butterfly twists and, and all the basic stuff. So my instructor was really good at those and then kind of passed that on. We had like a tricking class. Um, and everyone on the demo team obviously uh, ended up learning a lot more just because it's flashy, so it's a good thing. Um, and then I also went to a whole bunch of – I went to, like, a Loop Kicks, which is one of the original tricking teams up in San Francisco, uh, San Jose. So I went nice. to their camp a few times, um, and then just a bunch of different tricking gatherings, which are, like, basically camps, but for right. older people – or trickers. Um, you were there, were there any movies that you were that watching that in, that inspired your tricking at all? I mean, for me, it would be like you know the old Jackie Chan films and and Jet Li and whatever. Yeah, have you. I mean, I I did love those, but tricking is different. I think I watched more YouTube videos and like right. tricking samplers, which were pretty. I, I don't think they're as big right now. Maybe they are. I'm just kind of out right. of that world briefly, but um, sure. Like there was a there was a YouTube uh, channel called Bilang, which had a whole bunch of different people oh, yeah. taking samplers, and like Anise Chirfa was on him, and Jeremy Marinas, and I would just watch those over and over, and like I would love watching those. So I think that more than anything inspired um, the tricking, right. and then just being around trickers, and and the fact that I was a girl doing it, and not many girls were doing it, I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and so did other people. So I got attention right. for it. So that was neat. Do you ever see those Russian girls do tricking? Russian girls? Uh, like you're I'm tricking sure. a couple of buildings and jumping from building to building. Yeah, it's like, are, are you oh, nuts? Parkour. parkour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> parkour <laughs> is free running. Yeah. yeah right. That's crazy. But see, Europe has better buildings for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> has way better places i uh i'm friends with a couple parkour people like free yeah. runners and like whenever they go to europe they're just like oh my god it's so much better right um just because they have more interesting buildings but right. you can find places here i don't go too you high can. i do i do parkour and free running a little bit um for the skill and like mental capacity of it but i, I right i don't see the benefit for me personally for right. going up super super high, even if it's simple stuff, I just I like how it looks, but I I think there's ways to cheat it for film, and then there's no reason right. for it. But it's neat. right, like it's a it's it's it must be a crazy mind game. Because like <laughs> you, the higher up you go, the crazier the gap looks. So it's pretty interesting. Well, this, this be able to control that fear has got to be enormous. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting what happens even if you're four feet up and you have to jump from one thing to another. Like, right. I, I'm sure it's exponentially worse, but I'm sure after a, a certain point, it kind of, your mind just stops thinking about it. But even, even right. just like doing stupid little stuff, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then you, and you do right. it and you're like, okay. <laughs> or you, or you fall and you're like, okay. <laughs> right. So, right. You've just explained to your mind that it's being a little over dramatic, but it's always fun to do that, and I think it's beneficial. Well, when, you, when, when you're tricking, you're doing you're doing a lot of things like spinning in the air, and you, sometimes you don't even know where you're going to land, and you just land. And uh, that, yes. I mean, how do you control your fear on that one? <laughs> um, it's good for stunts because you learn how to fall. It's very nice. Um, right. <laughs> with that, I, I haven't trained too much new tricks lately i've been just like making sure my old ones are the ones i have are good and clean and i could do kicks out of them and do them in other directions just for stunt work and like do them in small spaces which is honestly slightly harder than you think um right even just like making yourself a small space and you're like oh this flip will fit here and then you try to do it and it's another mind game um but you kind of i mean visually visualization like like mental rehearsal helps a bit so you kind of you picture it in your mind and you picture yourself landing it. And then you picture yourself being like, yay, that was cool. Um, right. and, and the ending helps a lot. Cause sometimes what my mind does is like pictures me doing it, but then it cuts out halfway through or, right. or it like pictures me falling. And I'm like, okay, hang on. Let's like make sure that this is set before we do it physically. Um, so that helps on the more, more complicated or, or like scarier stuff. Um, right. And then just breathing and kind of just like, well, having having gyms like in LA, we're lucky because we have a whole bunch of gyms where there's a bunch of foam pits and like right. so much stuff that you can you can really train um, train up into. So you like do right. something into a foam pit first, and then you put a small mat down, you put a bigger mat down, then you do it onto a mat, and then like it it just the progression ability makes it right. way less scary. Um, but at some point you just got to like do it. I think when I'm, when I'm teaching people, it helps to focus on what body parts are doing. Like backflips are super, um, a super good example of this because a lot of people want to learn a backflip and, and they're actually right. easier than front flips physically like to do. Um, right. but they're terrifying cause you're jumping backwards and everyone thinks they're going to land on their head. Um, right or their neck. It's kind of hard, hard to do. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of yeah. hard to do unless you're really trying. Like your neck kind of tucks in whenever you do it. But even right. even going into a foam pit, um, when I'm teaching people, I try to just make them focus on like throw your arms and then like obviously jump, throw your arms and then tuck your knees. And so it's like right. arms, knees, and only only focus on that because if you only focus on that, the physicality will make it so that you get over, right? Like you throw your arms back and you tuck your knees and that momentum and that, um, the physics of that is just going to throw you over into a backflip. But what happens a lot of times is when people don't focus just on, on that, um, is they open up halfway through or they freak out because they're like, Oh my God, I'm jumping backwards. But if they're just focusing on the details, sometimes it's just like, your brain's too busy focusing on the thing you told it to focus on that it can't right. focus on the fact that it's going backwards and then you've done it and it's not as bad. Right. So it's like, or, or I try to focus on timing. Like I'll, I'll do something. I'll be like, go up and twist. And like, I'll tell myself that instead of in what I'm like. So my brain doesn't get to think about what I'm doing. Um, right. And practice makes, 
makes it more comfortable all the time. Sure. Now, what inspired you to, be, to want to teach this? Uh, we all had to teach. <laughs> <laughs> and it's <Yeah>. a good <laughs> job. <laughs> um, for, I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for, I think, starting like Red Belt, my school, a lot of schools do this where like you have to do a certain sure. hours of teaching classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think starting well, it Red Belt, to, I had to It teach, helps like, you to understand the subject matter. Red. Yeah. It does, and it's a and it's kind of an ingrained thing in martial arts with with the like cyclical thing of like giving back what you right. know and just like passing on knowledge and everything. Um, so that definitely, and then I started getting into like teaching kids competition forms and mm. tricking and everything, um, just because it's 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 fun and it's cool to be able to pass it on. Um, sure. And then when I moved to LA, I taught at Mike Chat School. I don't know if you know Mike Chat. I do. X yes. Blue Power Ranger, XMA, yep. yeah. So yep. um, I, I was fortunate enough to get to teach at his school for a few years, which was neat. Um, I taught the nice. acro program for a while, and that's a completely different experience because actor children <laughs> are different than normal children. They're very children. different. And I didn't know yes, that. they are. <laughs> I didn't know that as much coming from a smaller town. Um, <laughs> so that was fun because, like, regular children, you could just be like, ah, oh, you suck, do push-ups get better They're like, okay let's do it actor children right. are already established as as right. someone who has a career sometimes and like you have to be careful with them sometimes and sometimes right. they're fine and sometimes they're awesome and other times they're just weird and it, it was a cool learning experience <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes um, they're just weird they're not, they're not that much worse they're not that much worse it's just it's yeah just funny. There's like but they, but they are but, certainly different yeah, I mean, well, they're they're used to being stars. They're used to attention, and they're used to like conversations that adults have around them all the right. time. And like sometimes they say weird things, and like other times they're totally kids. So it's, it's an interesting uh, mixture dichotomy. But, yeah. But they're they're still they're still the same thing. Everyone has right. little fears. Everyone has little things. Everyone's different. <laughs> um, it was just well, a you're, funny comparison. You, well, you're a, a little girl in Arizona. What what comes first, the desire to want to be an actress or the desire to want to be a stunt performer? Um, I don't think I ever really wanted to specifically do stunts because I don't think I knew what it was. Um, okay. I mean, I, everyone knows what acting is, kind of. You see it, you know. Um, I was always into movies kind of as I like loved watching like land before time and like all these like little TV shows and things. So, I mean, I, I think I was aware of it um, and Jackie Chan movies and like all that sort of thing. Um, so I think I was way more aware of acting right. than stunts at all. I don't think most people are even aware of stunts as a thing. Sure. Um, I think the first time I met a stunt person was at jam in Reseda and it was Solomon Brendy when I was there for like a <laughs> gathering, of, like a tricking gathering. I was like, Whoa, he's so cool. And he's right. pretty cool, but like, you know, he's my friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <I> mean, like, <laughs> you're like, Whoa, stunt man. And, um, or like stunt woman or whatever. Um, but I, I, I didn't know what it was until like way later. Right. Uh, and I was like contemplating moving to LA and everything. Um, so I guess acting, I don't think I, like when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian cause animals. So like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, still, 
Yeah, I mean, it was. It, 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 it wasn't that whole like, oh man, I know what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it sort of thing that right. some people have. Right. Which I was pretty jealous of at some point, but not everyone has that, and you can still be successful, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, you obviously can. <laughs> you can do it. Um, well, it's amazing that you have a very t- like, you have a very typical childhood where you know I want to be a veterinarian. Yeah. You, you take a, you go to a little martial arts school, and then you you really take exactly. like a paradigm shift and go into a different direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I just I when I was younger, I think I liked the challenge of the martial arts and the tricking and everything, and then right. I ended up being pretty good at it. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go compete in a higher level. Right. Um, and I kind of sought that out, and then from there, it just it, it's like ever widening circles of worlds, you know. Like you learn one thing, you're like, oh, this is a cool world, and then you're like, whoa, but there's a whole other world. That's awesome. Um, right. So, so there's that. And then simultaneously, I also did dance a bit and I, I did um, like acting classes and, and stuff. Mm. And I really, I really enjoyed acting. I, um, I ended up, ended up booking like a, before I moved out to LA, I ended up booking like a pilot um, that the author of the first three Land Before Time books had made in Sedona. Really? And we shot like the first few episodes of that, but then it, it kind of, you know, um, hasn't gone anywhere, but that's just what happens with something. What was that um, show called? It was, it was just such a great experience. It was called The Rocks. I don't know if. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. It was called The Rocks. Um, so it was. It, it almost made it somewhere, and then I think. Just you played Ribbit. Ended up being weird. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was such a good experience, and and being on set and being the lead in that was was really cool. So I was like, thinking that I wanted to moved to LA because of that, um, more right. so than stunts even still. And then I just met a whole bunch of people in LA and, and stunts has been working out pretty well. And I've been doing mo- a lot of motion capture as well. Um, right. and now I'm trying to tr- transition more into adding acting back into my life. So I've been in, in class for the last year or so, and just like doing little projects and things and, Right. Playing around with that sort of stuff, which is fun. Well, you've been do- you've been doing both stunts and utility stunts, and I was talking to a uh, just a choreographer just the other day, and just talking about it. You know, every single show needs stunts. A- every single show needs a stunt choreographer because first for safety, and there's always some movement some actor needs to take that that goes in that that way. Uh, which one do you? Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer to do utility stunts or do you prefer to do these big, big movements like in Logan? Uh, I mean, I mean, utility stunts still does big stunts. They're just not right. doubling per right. se. I think utility stunts is kind of just a catch-all uh, title. Right. Generalized. For, yeah, and, and kind of the core stunt team usually as well um, fall under that, so they'll be able to do more stuff. Um, I, I think they're kind of the same thing. Doubling is doubling is fun because uh, you know you get to work with the actors and you get to pre this right. stuff beforehand a lot of times. So you get to like help come up with all the when you get to pre you kind of sometimes get to help come up with the choreography and the like everything. Right. So that's really fun. I like doing that part. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I think I like all of it. Um, Maybe that was just an awkward it, question. Yeah, <laughs> I'll no, be, okay, that's okay. kind of hard. Like, 
<laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, because utility stunts versus like doubling versus right. whatever other aspects of stunts, I think is um, it's just like whatever the title is, and it, it varies from job to job often. Right. So it's not like stunts is the big, big crazy stunts, and utility stunts are the people running around not getting hit by cars. Like <laughs> right. Always end up doing that. It's just what your contract says. Well, talking about getting hit by cars, you worked on Logan. Now, do you work with uh, Garrett? I did, yeah. He was actually one of the first people I uh, ended up getting to work with. I met him through Mike Chat at XMA, which is, again, another nice. blessing and such a great uh, that is a way blessing. the industry works. Like, you just get to work, meet people, and, like, that's yeah. the way it works. Networking. Right. I didn't learn that one until recently either, that, like, oh, people knowing people is a thing. Somehow I just like missed that whole thing. I was like, ah, oh, that's really, really good. Well, well full disclosure, I've ac- I've actually se- I've actually seen you several times in in your career. I've I've seen you at the I believe I've seen you at the Tours Awards. I saw you at a a uh, stunt night where, where we had it was at a club slash bar. Uh, Tammy Baird and I were hanging out back then. Yeah, Ashley yeah, Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, 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 yeah, and then yeah, I, then right. I saw I, yeah, then yeah. I saw you at a at a See, uh, such at important a important event. A bowling event, I, I saw you there. But yeah, oh you know, it's. Oh, my God, it's, that must have been years ago. Yeah. I haven't gone to yeah. one of those in a while. Oh, my God. I remember, <laughs> I've remembered you, I remembered you and your boyfriend ever since. And when I wanted you on the radio show, I knew, I knew exactly who I wanted on. That's why I contacted you. But I, I, I do Heck think yeah. it's very important to get to know people and, and, and schmooze, as people would say. <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, just caring about getting to know people, too, I think is, is a is a skill that some people have and something that is right. important. Right. Yeah. But, but anyway, before it's just like, I think, and I think a lot of like martial artists, especially you kind of have this idea in your mind where you're like, Oh, if I'm good enough, like people will find me and like, right. That's, that's not how that works. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like the movies might show that every now and then, but that's not how it works. Right. Just right. ask for what you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. so so you met yeah. you met Garrett, Garrett Warren you you get on yeah. top of the uh, you get on top of Logan what was that experience like and, and what did you do uh, on the movie uh, so I ended up doing a lot of the previs for okay. for Logan which if people don't know is the it's it's short for pre visualization which is kind of mm-hmm. making the action usually in a in a like a studio space or a gym. Um, just like making it mimicking the action that would be in the scenes and, and all the fights right. and everything that would be in the script and kind of producing your own version of it. Like the stunt team would produce the version of it and, and we edit it together um, and present it to the director so that it, it, it saves a lot of time uh, for production because you end up being able to troubleshoot and kind of change stuff a lot faster and easier um, before right. you're actually shooting and before you're in the location and everything. So uh, we did that. They usually do that for big movies and sometimes TV shows as well. Um, right. So we did, we did that for a few months and then I ended up going out on the movie to help with rehearsal and prep as well. And then the, uh, the, the little girl that I was, doubling and this happens often was she's like 12 so she was teeny tiny so they right. ended up getting other doubles for her um she actually had a 
kid double. She had another kid, Salif, who's amazing at tricking and now like 15 or something. But uh, he actually doubled a few of the acrobatic moves that the little girl did. Right. Um, And she had two other doubles as well. So it's like sometimes just whatever you need in that particular moment. Uh, So, yeah, I I got to help with – I got to do the previs and, like, do all the movement and stuff, and then I got to help teach it to the other people and to the little girl as well. So it was was an amazing experience, and that was kind of my first – not my first stunt job, but my first bigger stunt job. So it was a – it was an honor to be part of that for sure. I got to meet Absolutely. a lot of amazing people on that that I'm still in touch with and still friends with. So it's super, super cool. Nice. Did you did you see Ashley? Do you know who Ashley Hudson is? That sounds so familiar. I do. <laughs> yeah, she was on, she was on the set as well. I've had so many people on lately that that have been in the Logan film. It, I was surprised. I'm like, you you were in Logan as well? Wow. But yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's, always, there's, there's yeah. yeah, there's so many people that work on, on like films like this, there's a gigantic mount. Mm-hmm. When you worked, when, when you worked on the previs, uh, did you went out and taught the movements after you were finished with that? How, how was that experience like? Because now you're, you're kind of in charge because you're explaining what the movement is. How did you feel? Yeah. I mean, it, the teaching part was, you know, I mean, I've been teaching for like forever, so it's right. that part wasn't that crazy. And it was an actor child; it was just an actor child on a big, a uh, big movie. But we, it was the whole stunt team kind of helping to teach and everything. Because um, there's there's multiple parts. Like there's a bit where she like climbs on someone's shoulders and has to like punch their face or something, right? So like <laughs> I'd be teaching my side of that and what she should do, like where she should step, and and all that. Um, it, fully knowing that she probably wouldn't end up doing most of that action. Right. Uh, it would right. be double, but it's always good for them to know what it is, be aware of it. Right. Some people are really great with action because they've trained it and everything. Um, sure. But a lot of times you get actors and it's just like you teach it to them. So they know the, the crossover step into it. And then just so that they know it. Um, and then other times they're amazing and they get it super fast and you're like, Oh my God, that's so good. And then you're really excited because then you don't need to put the double in. Uh, right. But it was, I mean, it was, it's just teaching like everything else and it's a collaborative effort with everyone. So right. everyone kind of chimes in and puts their bit, right. trying not to overwhelm them. I think is this the is main, the, this is the only part. world where we talk about an 11 year old punching somebody in the face. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I was just teaching her to punch some guy in the face. A, I know. In a positive context. <laughs> in a positive context. You do it. <laughs> It's so true. Hmm. So, <laughs> so, so normal to me now. Like every <laughs> video game ever, too, is like I play all I the little kids. That's awesome. Uh, oh. You did a lot. You've done a lot of mocap, and uh, I know a lot of people who do mocap and, and choreograph mocap. Yeah, how did that come along? Um, my first mocap job was actually a screen test for Alita Battle Angel ages ago. Nice. Like. Literal ages ago, uh, I think it was like right during or after we did the previous for Logan. Um, right. So that was kind of my first experience, but it was just like I had no idea, and it was that was one of those where you're just like thrown into it. Um, right. And aside, like separate from that, I I think every studio kind of 
has their own roster of everyone. So right. Sony found me on YouTube because they were looking for someone to do like bow step movement for mm-hmm. God of War for the Valkyries. So they right. called me in for that, and then I've kind of stayed in their rosters. I've been, I did, I did some stuff for the little boy in God of War and some other like pickup stuff, and then great game by the way. Another project with them. It's so good and so pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful <laughs> I don't game. Play video games, but I I look at all the cutscenes on YouTube, and it's yeah. very pretty. Nice. That's super super no. cool. Um, but yeah, if there's a, you know, there's a part where the boy is shooting an arrow or jumping in and out of a boat, um, right. that's me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always so funny with this kind of thing. It's like, oh, cool. What character were you, um, for something like, you know, you're like, oh, I right. was in this. And everyone's like, whoa, what character were you? And I'm like, uh, well, mostly the little boy. I was also the Valkyries. In one scene, Eric Jacobus and I switched. So instead of me being the boy and him being the god, he was the monster and I was the god. Uh, right. Wow. <laughs> so it's always interesting. Well, because it's, it's just size difference and everything and whatever sure. works on that day. Um, right. And usually, like, usually studios are really good about, like, making it so that you have one character per contract. But you, you still end up switching sometimes yes. just because it's, it's yeah. useful and you're just already there and they're like, we need just this one shot. Like, right. We're just going to do this instead. Yeah. I've had friends do like, you know, a call of duty and what have you. And then they second mm-hmm. as the zombies and what have you. So, the, you know, there's always, oh, yeah, always. a multiplicity always. Of, of characters that you're playing there. Yeah. And yeah. that's honestly what makes mocap so fun sometimes. Like you don't, half the time you don't even know what you're doing going in. They're like, Oh, we're just working on this game. And you're like, cool. And then you go in, they're like, like you get dressed, and then you're like, oh, you're doing this, this, and this today. Like, right. Oh, awesome. Or, or you're like learning this big fight, or you're just doing random walking back and forth, picking up a plant and watering it, like <laughs> right. little cut things. And it's always just such a fun, interesting, interesting thing. Do Do you get a sense of pride when you see Alita Battle Angel, or or when you see when you see the game, you know, of God of War and what have you? Do you get a sense of pride knowing that you contributed to this great piece of art um yeah i think i think with alita it was just so far removed from when we shot it because it was in post for like two years right that one was a little weird but it was definitely it's it's definitely super cool um it's i don't know if it's a sense of pride it's more like trying to see which part is you (laughs) if you can catch it like with the game specifically alita i knew exactly like the three things that I did in it. And I, I like, that's super, super cool. Um, and just getting to see it on a big screen is neat. And right. the movie itself was like really good. So I think that's, that helps. Like if the project right. isn't all that great, then you wouldn't be as, as proud of it. I think usually the right. pride comes like, you know, just from finishing the work, um, right. watching it back sometimes feels removed. Because hmm. because of the time that's passed, like with the video game stuff, I'm like, was that me? Do I remember that day? <laughs> uh, <laughs> usually, my boyfriend's better at finding me in the movie right. than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Um, no, no, I'm like, no, it's not. Oh wait, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you uh, you, you also did mocap for Pacific Rim as well. I did, yeah. I, uh, anything Saber Athena, the like orange robot thing did flip wise and fight wise. I did. Really? I don't think I've seen that movie. 
Yeah. You haven't seen that movie? Just a few, it was just a few things. <laughs> it's not only my two style. <laughs> not my style of movie. <laughs> Come on, big robots punching no. other robots. It's awesome. No. <laughs> oh yeah. I just didn't. I, I think I, I think I like didn't end up watching it right when it was out, and then it kind of just like right. You don't hear about it as much because it's the second <laughs> one and everything too. Well, Guillermo um, Guillermo Toro's version was really uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. No, usually, usually, as far as like movements go, I I'll just look up like trailers, and sometimes they're in there. <laughs> oh my god! Put that in my reel, and I'm like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> it's more about doing the work than than watching it later. I think sometimes, right? Like I I love watching TV shows and movies and things, but I don't watch them because I've been in it or right. because I'm. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Alita. Right. Logan was yeah. good too, actually. Logan's an amazing yeah, film. Yeah, and, and, and TV shows I'm even worse with. Like, I I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or... Uh, what? Any of, the, any of the stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't like how they cut their fight scenes sometimes. No, no, it's no, no. It's good, no. but... Um... No, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Look weird. at you. Like, you... And especially knowing what the fight is, and you're like, okay, cool, right. that's awesome. Wait, where it is? Okay. <laughs> right, it's just right. Sometimes, but yeah, because well, they don't have that much time. So well, they do a lot of the you know look up close, cut, cutting really quick mm-hmm. movements. And that that kind of yeah. I really never liked that at all. Never liked it. Yeah, I've always liked the Jackie Chan like pan myself. back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and obviously, like, when you don't have very much time and you do have actors that you need to, you know, teach stuff to, cutting back and forth really close is very beneficial to the final edit because you don't have Jackie Chan people and you don't have, right, uh, you know, like, hours upon hours in a day because, you know, like, China and, and other places in the world, they don't film as short of days as we do, apparently. Right. I've heard. Right. No, they shoot, <laughs> so like, 20-hour days, you know, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, exactly. And then they come back in like the two hours and then keep going. Yeah, I know, and then practice. Super impressive, and I don't understand yeah. how that works. Yeah, but they're crazy. They, That's yeah, how it works. You know, they take a lot more time with it. Yeah, and they yeah. do crazy amounts of takes as well, and like TV just doesn't have do. time for that. So I understand it, but it's not my favorite fight. Yeah. Style to watch either. I was just talking to a friend of Sammo Hong and, and Jackie Chan and Yoon Biao just the other day, and just <laughs> so listening to how. Yeah, listening to how they shoot, listening to how they work, it's it's literally mm-hmm. insane. You know, it's an honor. I think it would be an honor and a privilege yeah. to, to work with them on that level. But you'd have to really be on top of your game. Oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that it would be quite stressful coming into that sort of atmosphere, not yeah. having been in it before, you know. Right. There, there's definitely an adjustment, I'm sure. And I have a few friends that, like, the, the indie fight people kind of, you know, definitely go go along that. Um, like, Manny Manzanares, who was on Logan, did a – we did a fight. Um, he hmm. shot it and choreographed it and that, that I did with Amy Sturdivant forever ago. And we shot it kind of like that. Like, I mean, there were no ladders and crazy props besides, like, kitchen things. But, right. you know, you take the – 20 takes you do all the rehearsal stuff and everything and like it's a great way to shoot stuff but i understand why tv doesn't do it <laughs> right right I, you know when i watch it when i watch action like in logan and i see the blade going to the guy's head i mean when you go ooh 
like a visceral ooh, yeah. like that. That is when a stunt is going right. Like wow. Oh yeah. That's, in, that's exactly. intense. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Now we talked a lot about YouTube. Sure. You know, we talked about a lot about YouTube. You know, obviously you're a YouTube generational human being. Do you, you do you think you could have gotten as far as you did or been as successful of, as you have been without YouTube being at your at your uh, beck and call? Um, I mean, I I definitely ended up learning a lot from people in person uh so I, I know that some people that's the only reason that they learned anything because they watched youtube and like right all of that um i i traveled to like tricking gatherings and the tournaments and everything so i think uh i might have been i might have still still done the same thing but on the other right. hand just having it accessible and having that inspiration that youtube provided world of tricking and of other stuff like because I got to right. watch videos and I was like oh my god that's so cool I want to do that and then I'd have someone teach it to me but um in, instead of just like learning it off of YouTube but I do think that it just opens up the world so much more and it's amazing to see now even like people in crazy far off countries doing the same flips and tricks that people here are doing and it and right. that's got to be because of YouTube, like, you know, it's, and it's so cool. Like they're doing tricking. They're actually doing tricking like on yeah. sand dunes and like crazy things. And I just, I love seeing that right? because it really does show how beneficial it is to have YouTube as a, as a platform in that sense. I wonder if tricking will, will go off into a secondary art for the Olympics one day. <laughs> I think they've been so it's kind of like breakdancing a bit, I think, culturally, sure. mm-hmm. where it's an, it, it, there's people that say it's an art um, and not a sport. And, no, it's and a so discipline. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of back push against yeah. having it be standardized because, like, you look at gymnastics, for instance, and it's like right. that's what it would end up kind of almost – having to be in a, in a sense to be able to be right. in the Olympics. Cause you have to have a very specific set of rules and guidelines that you look for. And even, even parkour and, and free running, like they, they have trouble with judging it sometimes. Um, and they've done a good job. Like Red Bull has parkour competitions and free running competitions. And, and they do a really good job. Like they have their set rules and everything, but it's such a tough thing to judge creativity or difficulty of a, of a move difficulty of a move isn't as hard, but like creativity and linking stuff together and like combos and transitions. And there's, there's so many, right. so many variables, but I do know that some people in the tricking community have tried to like standardize it a little more um, just to be able to make that understood. But then there's a lot of people that are like, no, it's going to ruin it. Like, don't do it. So it's, it's a weird thing where there's like pushback from the community itself. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, stunt people and and the Oscars? When I when I look at people like oh like Michael from Mar- Marissa, when I look at Marissa Labog, you know I don't know if you know who she is, but Marissa Labog yeah, is an yeah, we she's, she's in, together. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Yes, exactly. Uh, she's she an incredible human devil. being. She's teeny that's tiny. right. I love. <laughs> she's very. <laughs> she's teeny tiny. She. That's what everybody <laughs> says. She, she's very teeny tiny. Like, but she's. Teeny tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but she's an she's an incredible artist. 
when I when I think oh, of, of oh, people yeah. like her not yeah. getting a nod for for the uh, yes not getting a nod for the Oscars it it, it drives me nuts it, you know and it, what what yeah, a lot of people were saying yeah. which, which is like you can you can get nominated for playing a stuntman or a stunt actor or a stunt performer, right, yeah, but you can't actually get one. Yeah, exactly. As a stunt actor or stuntman. Yeah. Uh, um, like we have our the Taurus Awards, so that's kind of our Oscars. But um, again, with the pushback from within the community, there are some, some stunt people that have grown up in the age of uh, like being vocal about not being in the spotlight. Um if, if that makes any sense. So they, they like grew sure. up in the age of like, oh, stuntmen are like supposed to be in the shadows and like it's the whole illusion of the film and like you're not supposed to be there. That's the whole point of you. Like stunt doubles, like it's your job to pretend that you're the actor. But it's like right. my argument against that is, okay, so then lighting shouldn't get an Oscar Right. Uh, wardrobe, like costuming, right. doesn't get anything. The they're, they're not in the forefront. Like, yeah. no one, no one, like, like it, it's all the whole point of the Oscars is celebrating the fact that there's that many people involved right. in creating this character, even in this right. work. And it's like, like, yeah, like <laughs> nothing. Music shouldn't have one. You know how important right. audio <laughs> is? Like, you change audio and it changes yeah. the whole thing. Like, sure does. Then, you know, like, if, if you're really going off of the like only actors should get them then like it, right. it's just it's such a silly argument to me i think but it's a cultural yeah. thing for for older generations sometimes right um i i love the tours awards like, i've been to the tours awards but i i really don't think it's the same the same element at all no it's it's not it's not the same yeah. thing it's just our little like community yeah it's a congratulations from the like, community exactly exactly but uh it's definitely not the same thing well, another and film like, that you were good. Go ahead, and your like, other awards. Like, we're in the SAG Awards and stuff. I mean, right. you know, like SAG Awards, we get and like other stuff. It's just the Oscars. Yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Oscars yeah. don't make a, a lot of sense to me these days. And I watch it like when I watched the Parasite. It just that drove me nuts. Like when Parasite won because <laughs> when Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon came out, they would not allow them to be a film that was released by America. They they actually mm-hmm. made Ang Lee just be a foreign film. But this film mm-hmm. got both foreign and domestic. And it's like, come on, man, just be consistent. Yeah, that's, yeah, like either. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I yeah. love that it's more integrative with other right. everything. Like, I love that trend in the, in the industry because it's just it's yeah. necessary. But it's definitely a weird. Yeah, it, a constant it must adjustment. Be hard coming up with the rules too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it must be difficult. I mean, for and sure. also fighting. Uh, people are constantly fighting for something. That, it must it reminds me of the Olympics almost, where you're constantly fighting mm-hmm. for your thing to be in there, and you know, there's a lot yeah. of pushback or a lot of letdown from from uh, from your, your trials and tribulations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. it it kind of is the Olympics of film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, that's weird. No, you, it's a, you were on. Parallel. I, I want to ask you about Casey on the cover because uh, you, you know yeah. you're going from these you're out, you're going from these huge films and you're going you know doing these where you're playing adults or you're 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 doubling as a child or what have you. But then you actually I never work on. Play adults. 
Yeah, you're actually working on a child show, you know. And Zendaya, Zendaya is amazing. I don't know if you saw her pictures of her in Frank Herbert's Dune. That's coming out very soon. But uh, is she in Dune? Oh my god, she's in Dune. Yeah, she's she plays. She plays. Child, yeah, she plays Charlie. Yeah, she she looks amazing. Nice. Yeah, that's perfect. She she's, she plays the love incredible. interest. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you awesome. did you see the pictures of the of the Dune? I did, yeah. Actually, we were just looking at that yesterday. Pretty excited yeah. about that. Looks like it might be good, which is uh, yeah, good. Frank Herbert Frank Herbert's Dune is is a mad. is a great book. It's I love the original mm-hmm. movie with Sting. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill him. I haven't seen that, but it's a little. <laughs> oh really? I've, I've seen like clips, and I, I need to watch it. But I've seen like clips and and excerpts, but I haven't seen the whole the, thing. It's the only time I've ever acted. Because I, I do not act, I write and I write and direct. But it was I, I mm. the the lead actor. I got to do one of his scenes for him because I was working on a movie that he was working on. And oh, when cool. I walked up to him, you know, we walked outside. I I told him he needed to step outside because he couldn't smoke inside. So he handed me a cigar. Mm. And he goes, and I said, you know, I I love all of your movies. And he goes, which movie do you love? Just like that, uh-huh. Mike. I love Dune. He goes, Dune. He goes, not like, because there are so many other films that he did that were like eclectic and crazy and Actually, weird. Yeah. You know, and everybody always says like, you know, I love you in, in this movie. And, and I'm like, no, I love you in mm-hmm. Dune. And he goes, what's your best part in Dune, your favorite part in Dune? So I acted it out for him. <laughs> and I, can't, I couldn't awesome. believe, but I'm like, oh I'm never going to see you again. I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. This is never going to happen again. I'm going to do it. Exactly. So, so yeah, I did it, but awesome. yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He loved it. <laughs> he loved that's, it. So great. Oh man. Mostly because I'm a horrible that's actor cool. and I just embarrass myself. But you know, what the hell? It's not embarrassing if you're confident about it. <laughs> I was pretty confident about it. I'll be honest with you. Awesome. <laughs> well, there's a part oh, where he I'm yells. He yells at the moon. He's like, "Father, I, 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 you know, the sleeper has awoken." And so it's that scene in the in the book and yeah. in the movie. Oh, but. Yeah. I had to yeah. do it. I had to do That's it. Amazing. So we're talking about, I did the whole thing. <laughs> I was covering my nose because they had like a little, little, little nose prosthetic while they were doing the movie. Oh my God. <laughs> but what do I know? You know, like, you committed. That's so great. I did. When you're ignorant, you can commit real easy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think it takes courage. That's awesome. So you, you did Casey on the cover. How was that work? How was that working with Zendaya? How was that, how was that working with, with that kind of cast and crew? How was that like going from a mo- big motion picture working with a lot of adults to a lot of young people? I mean, there's still a lot of the only young people on that set are the cast. The cast, yeah. So they're kind of yeah. in their own little world. Um, yeah. So it's, it's honestly similar in that way. It's just a smaller set and in a studio and the rehearsal schedule is different. Um, a lot more downtime on, on TV and especially sitcoms because they right. have the whole week. They do their rehearsal and then they do their, uh, I already forgot what it's called because we haven't worked in so long. Um, <laughs> they do what do you mean the show? Presentation to, um, no, in general, like oh. <laughs> oh. quarantine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm forgetting everything. I almost forgot my address in LA the other day. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's been like two months. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so like the the structure of the 
the week is different. So they do the rehearsals and then they do the performances right. for the executives and everything. And they change stuff and then they shoot it the last two days. So you get a lot of downtime if you're on that whole week, which is nice. Or you're, you know, working on, on the stunts and everything. Um, or on some stuff for another episode. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I love sitcoms, so watching the the run-throughs are pretty cool. But it's definitely a different energy, you know, like big sets. You still get downtime, too, honestly, if you're actually shooting. Um, Previs is a little different because that one is very focused and you're kind of working the whole time. That one feels more like motion capture. Uh, right. Because you're really trying to get in as much as you can during the day, but once you're in principal shooting, you kind of, as stunt people, you wait your turn while they're doing all the dialogue and all the other stuff, and you kind of like warm up, you sit down, you chill out, you warm up some more, and you get cold again, you warm up, you get ready, and then maybe you go um, and do your stuff by the end of the day. Um, so like the the regular, the, the I mean the the topics are much different always, but it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's too jarring um, right. or anything going from one to the other. Uh, right. Well, you, well, you started of, working kind of right afterwards, you started working on fear, fear, the, the walking dead. So you, you jump from that to the next show. What was your participation in that show? Um, <laughs> we were basically, uh, uh, Background control. Sometimes, sometimes um, stunts <laughs> like this control. is this is the utility stunt thing you were talking about. Right. Sometimes we're put between the actors and the rest of background um, in scenes just to keep the actors safe when there's like uh, a mosh pit or a running trampoline scene or right. something. Because a lot of times um, extras like to try to. So you're a cattle wrangler? So the, the actors impossible. Basically, um, we were like refugees, supposedly, like the character and everything. Right. Um, but we were just like, everyone's just like running and sprinting towards this gate and stuff. Sometimes it's zombie stuff. I right. did a, I did like a mosh pit scene like that too, where we were all like jumping in a crowd and everything, um, going super crazy. It's more safety for the actor at that point. Right. Like if someone were to run into us, that's fine. But if they run into the actor or someone hits them with their hand or something, that's bad. So you're right. kind of like a little barrier sometimes. And those are great jobs. They're, yeah. you know, like <laughs> you still get right. your rate, but you don't really get necessarily an adjustment and like as big of anything. Cause you're not actually doing something, but it's still, it's an, yeah. it's an important role, I think as well. It sounds yeah, like so a very important role. That's what that one was. Yeah. Nice. Right? No, it, Yeah. Sounds like a very important role. If they didn't have you, people can really seriously get hurt. Right. And yeah. that's, what, that's what stunts is always there for. <laughs> if they yeah. didn't have safety, stunts, safety, really safety. to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know, the one thing we always talk about is, yeah, is, is, is safety is the most important thing with the cast and crew of that. I mean, you need to have somebody keeping you safe the entire time. Exactly. It's very important. Well, well I need to talk to you about, about Legion because that, that, I love that show. I love Aubrey Plaza, but but it's also your second Marvel, other than Deadpool that we're going to talk about in a second. But that's, that's your second Marvel project you're working on. Uh, what was your experience like on mm-hmm. that show? Did you, did you did you get to work with Aubrey Plaza or anybody else? I didn't get to work with her. I was see sometimes we 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 do weird things. 
Like right. I was the stunt double to Mean Girl number two, um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite job titles uh, right. on that show. <laughs> that was literally one day. So it, it was like a it was a small thing again. Like I think run up and like just fall to your knees or something. Um, but I, I I really liked working on that show though because the like it was female director I think that day and like she killed it and the the team was all really cool I don't know there was a, like sometimes you go on a show and there's like a weird energy and this one just had right. a really good energy so that was that was really neat um actually that nice. mosh pit thing I'm describing was for Legion I think maybe not nice it all it all kind of <laughs> blends together blends together yeah stuff. but I do <laughs> I do I do like yeah. that show as well um but I didn't get to work with Aubrey. Uh, she yeah. seems so strange, though. I really like her, oh. like, quirkiness. I've watched yeah. some of her interviews and stuff, and it's just, like, yeah. weirdest human being, and I love it. <laughs> she fully commits to it, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And, like, you got to wonder, like, obviously, if it, at some point, like, you kind of turn it up a bit for interviews and stuff, but she's got to right, be right. like that as well, and it's just the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> well, it's amazing how she can act like that on a, on a, on a talk show, and then she can... Mm-hmm act her, so yeah, her, so her yeah so well like, yeah yeah it's just so passive usually like her style it's it's yeah she's <laughs> she's a really good actress that, awesome. i think that would i think that would be hard to meet her because i wouldn't know if she was screwing with me i think that would be kind of the Probably, thing it's like, are you, right yeah are you, are you screwing with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is funny yeah so, I mean, I, unless we're unless we're directly working with the actors right. like you, you know you kind of just leave everyone alone on set Usually, right. right. Yeah, Usually, like, it's not like, yeah. I mean, it's not like you just like walk up to everyone and like you say hi and stuff. But like, if if they're, you know, I I kind of try to respect everyone else's yeah time and and job yeah. as much as they do ours. Like, you wouldn't go up to the cameraman and be like, oh my god, I'm such a fan of your work, unless you're like really crazy and like right. a, a big big fan. And then right, like if it's if it's a very specific thing. But same with actors. Like, I feel like. Yeah. That's you know, bad manners, watch. actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think it's um, bad manners to do that. But yeah, she would be weird to meet. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> she she'd be fun. She would be fun to meet, especially on Legion, yeah. where you know I don't know if you know this, but they they wrote the uh, character as a man, and they loved her so oh, much they 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 casted her awesome. as the character. Yeah. That's perfect. I love that. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's one of the reasons why in season one, she's acting, she's acting completely different than you would think that that character should act. It, it was actually yeah, yeah. written in, ah, is written for a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> nice. That's, that's so super how, cool. I love that. So how did Deadpool 2 happen? How did that work about? Did, did they just find you on that, on that uh, kind of notice board that you were talking about before the kind of like the list and just call you up and want, want to get you in there? Um, that was more, that was more previous as well. Usually we get like stunt, stunt jobs. You usually get by being recommended. So someone sitting, talking to someone else and being like, Oh, we need like two guys who can flip and a girl who can fight, uh, who knows people like while they're talking or they'll like look up, um, people on all the stunt profiles, like I stunt or stunt phone kind of. Right look through that or post on a Facebook group we have. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think a friend of mine recommended me for it. And then we were doing previs um, as well for that one. Um, oh, you're on ice. You're on ice stunt. Yeah. I oh, with Jeremy Dunn. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, whatever the whatever the website is. I think it's Jeremy Dunn. It is Jeremy Dunn. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're just they're just uh like yeah, just they're sites. like our casting networks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. they're helpful because sometimes stunt coordinators and their friends don't know anyone. But usually, usually for stunts, you just get recommended by right. people. Um, because it's just so much easier if, if someone already has worked with someone and sure. then they're like, Oh yeah, this person was great on set and they're cool and they know right. their stuff. Um, rather than kind of just hiring someone off the cuff. Cause you never know. Some people sure. aren't 100% honest about their skills or they right. exaggerate or whatever. So with stunts specifically, it's like, it almost it, it sometimes can turn into a safety concern. So you want to make sure. You know, I was just I was just talking to somebody recently about that. You know, you know, in acting, uh, you know, I, I did casting for quite a long time, and I, I would see actors mm-hmm. lie about the ability to surf or skate or this. But I, I would yeah. think that if you lied while you're doing casting for for stunt work, that would be detrimental to your to your peers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a and it's a safety hazard and like best case scenario you just suck and like right. you're never hired by that stunt coordinator again but right you know like or you mess up really big and right. how horrible things happen so it's, it's definitely you definitely want to be honest right. when you're saying stuff but i understand it's hard like people need the work you know so it's like it's just like that sometimes it's just like with actors like oh yeah i can i can surf like you know Right. And then you go like so. I know some people that might try to go out and like try to learn to surf, and and sometimes it's like the, the stupid thing is if you're honest with the stunt coordinator and you're like, I haven't, but I'm gonna go for the next four days and see what I can do and film it for you. Usually they might be like, okay, awesome, send me stuff, right. and and then you're fine. But if you're just lying, like it's yeah, people, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's easy to lose perspective for stuff sometimes, especially if you're really wanting to get the job. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, you you were an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You have not watched any of those episodes? I watched some of them. Because <laughs> you, you were doubling as May on one of the episodes. You didn't, you didn't see that performance? Them, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, she's the she's the butt kicker in, in this in this show, so I I would think that you'd want yeah, to see that. I, I did a specialty move for that one, um, so I nice. just came in and did a flip. Uh, her main double is a, is another stunt woman who's always always her double on that. Right. So, uh, and I actually, I, I'm really bad at keeping track of when shows come out. Um, right. Which is something I'm working on after <laughs> <laughs> we get back to work. Um, right. like writing down when it's supposed to come out as well. Um, right. but yeah, I'm like, I'm really bad at keeping track of that. So eventually like every now and then I just go back and kind of look through the last shows that are on my list and kind of see if they're out, but I haven't, right. I haven't seen that one yet. I didn't realize Jeez. it was out. <clears throat> did you, do you, do you enjoy working on the show? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. super fun. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's it, it's never it's never that I don't enjoy it I think it's just right. that like once it's done I'm like okay that was awesome and then I'm moving on kind of thinking about the next project or, or right. going back to training or thinking about what else I'm going to do um, right 
yeah. So I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, there's, there's I think a it's few diff- that I'm definitely. Yeah, there's a few that I definitely like. Make sure that I see. Um, <laughs> like I did a fencing scene on a Disney show. I doubled a girl for fencing, and I want oh, to nice. see that one. And I think that one's <laughs> out, so I'm definitely going to look that one up. But like, there's there's a was few that, that kind of stick in your what's, mind that you're what's like, the name okay, of that show? I definitely want to see how that turned out. Uh, that was on. That mouse guard to the max. Oh no, mouse guard's dead. Oh, dead. Mouse guard is dead. You know this. Mouse guard died Uh-oh. last year. Oh, they killed it. Disney bought Fox. They killed the mice. That's right. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't remember that. Wow, I was looking at it going. This seems uh, familiar to me. You were looking forward to going to see it in two years. <laughs> You know what I was looking forward to seeing what was just Black Widow, and that that's not coming out until oh, yeah. next year, and that broke my heart. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. That was that's going to be good, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, but plus they were releasing yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of spoilers. Like people have seen the movie already, and they're, I'm like, give me a break. shut up, dude. I, I don't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah, don't don't tell me. That's <laughs> super dumb. Well, no, what we I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, what was the previous uh, part that you worked on Deadpool too? What was the uh, what was the scene? Uh, there were a few. I was playing as um, the teenage mutant. Uh, what the heck? What's it called? The bald-headed girl. Um, so yeah. we just had a, we just had some fights. Interesting thing about that one though is that then they changed directors after we did the previous. So I don't think any of that ended up doing anything in it. Really? Yeah. Let me see. I don't know. I just, I just, some weird drama stuff. I just had the girl who played the the double of her. Who was that? It was uh, God. I, but I just I just talked to uh, I think it was on on Wednesday. I talked to a girl from Canada who played. The, her yeah. girlfriend, nice. yeah, her girl, yeah, and she did the she did the uh, rope dart part. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. Yeah, yeah. Super, super so did cool. you did you enjoy working on on Deadpool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that at Rouge. We actually mocapped the previs, so that was an interesting experience as well. It was fun. That was those years ago as well. Um, nice. But it was cool. I got. I, I I like the team that I worked with. They it was the same stunt coordinator as um as Pacific Rim two. So that was oh. that was a fun that was a fun experience. And same the movie people, the movie like, you didn't see for the most part. Yes, the one I didn't see. <laughs> You're so judgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's robots punching other robots. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess I didn't make I guess on. I didn't make a very strong point there, did I? <laughs> you did. You made my very strong point. Yeah. <laughs> I doubled your point. <laughs> like exactly. Exactly what it is. That's exactly why I didn't see it. <laughs> so So other than having the ability to, you know, work again, what what is what is the one thing you're looking forward to uh, in 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 the in the world or the stunt world once this whole thing is over with? I mean, uh, honestly, training with friends is is always wonderful, and just being able to right. spar and stuff again with people 
is nice. I miss pressing trapping and like Wing Chun stuff because obviously right. you can't do sticky hands if you have to be six feet apart. Um, right. And I mean, I, going to a coffee shop, seeing a bunch of people in one place. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> like, uh, it's just, it's weird. Um, but I, I also think on a deeper note, like I'm curious to see if it makes an impact at all on people that like, just, just seeing that we stopped for like, stopped driving as much and stopped right. as much and doing as much and, and the impact it made on the environment. Right. And I would love to see people kind of taking that into account more and more moving forward when things, you know, go back to normal in quotes. Um, Do you think people will be nicer? I'm a bit of a, I don't know. I really hope they are, or at least a little more conscientious. Um, and maybe, I don't know, just I'm trying to, because it's, it's been so great for the earth that we took this pause and like right. great for smog and everything. And, and it's, it's pretty pretty amazing to have that and I think it'd be a shame to just go back as if nothing had happened and I don't think right. I don't think things will go back as if nothing had happened but I, I just would love to see the environment be taken even more into account um, moving right. forward and I think that's that's kind of what I'm trying to like think about how to help facilitate yeah. as well and like I don't know I always post random things about like reminding people about the environment and everything but I just right. it, it it that's what I'm interested in seeing is how that turns out yeah more than anything um and I know it's not stunt related but it's just like no something but it's a, that it's, I'm it's passionate same. about as well absolutely you know I think people have been taking advantage of the environment for so long it almost seems mm-hmm. like the universe has been sending us to our room you know, I, yeah, I, I, I love that. Yeah. Oh my God. So much. Yeah. Right. Like, and think about what we've done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Go yeah. to your house. Think about what you've done. And it, it does. It, it's, yeah. it's a great reminder and it did give the earth some time to breathe. And I mean, I'm not discounting the horrible stuff that's happened, you know, with the right. disease and everything. And I think that's tragic, but the quarantine itself, like obviously it's horrible for the economy and stuff, but it's right. definitely, brought up some interesting points of like oh if we just stop like right there's wonderful things that happen as well and it's it's interesting well i love what i I love greta i love greta and so she's she's getting a lot more notice these days yeah 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 she's she's impressive man she's crazy yeah like she's a she's a force of power for sure what were you going to say before i said uh, greta impressive I forgot. I was going to say, oh, I hope that people at least, you know, like remember just taking some moments of quiet and silence for themselves right. and like time. And I saw an interesting thing too. It was like we, humanity got the thing that they, that we needed most, which is time. And that was so right. interesting to me. I was like, oh my God, everyone's always saying we don't have any time. And then like, you got nothing but time because right. you get to sit at home and like, yeah, but yeah, I'm let me ask. I'm, I'm interested about what happens. Let me ask you a question. Pause. What mm-hmm. do you think it is about you that you know? Because people have to work twelve, fourteen, sixteen hours a day with you. What do you think it is about your personality or what you bring to the team that gets you hired on these huge gigs or, or with these people? Personality-wise, 
Um, Personality-wise, drive, like working the, habits? I mean, I'm, I feel like my working habits are pretty good, and I definitely, like, make sure that I try to get the job done, you know, as as well as I can. And I do have skills, at least with fighting and acrobatics and everything, which is kind of what I've been hired on as specialty-wise. So I have the skills right. to back it up, which is good and nice. Um, and I train, and, you know, I work hard at that as well. Um, right. But I don't know. I think I, I think I like. I'd like to think that I bring a humor and a lightness to situations. I kind of like uh, seeing the light side of things and the funny stuff and things. And I think right. that's kind of fun to be around, or it seems to be sure. at least. Sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's such a tough question. <laughs> well, I guess I think the, a lot of times. <laughs> Well, I think a lot of times we, we, we ask the question of like likability, you know, where it's, you know, a person needs to be likable uh, other than, yeah. you know, have, have the ability to work hard and be directionable. They have to be directable. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You absolutely. know, but, but likability really, I, I think really plays a part in it. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think so as well. Like, I think, I think you can be either, somewhat talented and just great to have around and you're right. going to work a bunch if you fit descriptions or you can be like really 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 crazy talented and still work if you're just a like a dullard. rude person or something but yeah, yeah but like there, there's no in between like you can't be you can't be kind of talented and and not fun to be around or not not nice or whatever and it also right. I mean it also matters on who you're with because like different people don't get along with other people for random reasons but I think a general likability or at least general like yeah like a general general charisma is, is right. very important I think as well sure Cause it's, I mean you're, you're you said it like you know you're spending 12 to 16 hours with people like you're not going to want to spend that much time with people under pressure sometimes if they're not like if they're not going to keep their cool under pressure, if they're not going to be fun to hang around with, if they're not going to, you know, yeah, right. I think it's a, I think it's a huge, right. I think it's a huge part. It's probably yeah. a bigger part than we even think, <laughs> honestly. Like I a agree bigger with you. Factor. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a hypothetical. You know, there's a, let's just say there's a, a young girl in Arizona. She wants to move to LA when she's, when she's an adult. You know what I mean? You know where I'm going with yeah. this, right? Yeah. And she she Absolutely. she sees you, and she wants to be like you. Do you what, what kind of advice would you have for for her uh, on becoming, you know, a stunt performer, a, a martial artist, uh, an actress, a creative person out here in Los Angeles? I mean, just do it, honestly. <laughs> uh, like, don't don't be afraid. But also, I mean, if she's not moving out anytime super soon like right. make sure you do train make sure you 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 know do your homework like know stuff about movies and which is something I'm still working on but you know right. learn more about movies and and like learn about what you're trying to get into and just like know the skills that you want um i think it's a very important thing like yes networking is super important but having the skills to back it up is also very important so I think having right. those two things like learn people skills and learn whatever the skill you're trying to do is 
um, with stunts specifically, like everything is useful. You know, um, I think basic fighting and falling is a necessity. And then beyond that, like cars is cool. Motorcycles are their own complete group of stunts that people do like horse stuff, fire stuff, obviously be safe, but you can learn horses. You can learn BMX stuff. You can, um, the fighting is definitely important, I think, because that right. just gives you the timing and the everything else. And also, you got to learn acting. Um, <laughs> a right. lot of the older generations had it where it was separate with acting and stunts. And I think a big part of that was the fact that, like, also cameras didn't pick up as, as much detail before. So you could kind of just, hmm. like, run in, get hit, and fall down the hill and, be like, be fine. But... There's right. there's so much more nuance that gets picked up now, and there's so much more crossover. Um, like motion capture, you have to you have to act the scenes. Like you have to sometimes you even talk it out, like for the pacing and the timing, and then you have to kind of add that energy into the fights, or else it doesn't sell. Um, and I think with with on camera fights as well, like you have to have the intention behind it, and if you don't know how to portray that, like physical acting is still very much acting. So I think, I think that's a huge aspect as well Right. that you need to take into account. Do you think she should join martial arts as soon as possible? Yeah, probably. I mean, I think every little girl should join martial arts, every little girl and every little boy. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm partial to my path um, because it works for me and it, it's not what works for everyone because um, tricking and, and all of that is, is definitely not something that everyone has. So uh, I can't speak right. for everyone, but like having a specialty worked really great for me. It doesn't necessarily translate that well for everyone. Um, so learning as much about everything as possible or learning a specialty. Uh, fighting right. is a really good specialty, I think, and tricking – and I think she should do judo. Judo is a really good one um, right. because you learn how to fall and you learn your timing and everything. And that's what 8711 teaches and everything. Like they have it as their base. And I think it's a really good choice. Um, nice. Because you, you do learn how to fall and you learn how to interact with people closely. And then um, like kickboxing or Muay Thai or whatever, she should make sure that it's a good school. Uh <laughs> you know, like a good quality yeah. one. Cause it's always a shame when people go into places where they think they're learning something beneficial and it's a little less quality right. than you would want. Uh, a little bit that of always garbage, breaks my heart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think well, everyone's always trying, but it's sometimes they just don't know any better and it's, it's unfortunate. Well, you can always tell when you found the right school, when, when you say I got lucky. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you. That's what we usually say when 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 we found the right martial arts school by accident. Yeah. It's like what? Well, yeah. Because usually exactly. you, you join a martial arts school because it's, it's within proximity to you. Right. Yeah. It's like somewhere where your parents can drive you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been it's been wonderful talking to you. You know, I've been looking forward to this interview. Uh, you know, before before we go, um, how do I pronounce your first name again? Tekla. Tekla. The H is okay. Silent. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. There you go. I didn't, I didn't ruin it. 
All right, Tecla, tell, tell, no. tell, tell, <laughs> tell the audience, how could we watch your stuff? How could we, how could we get in contact with you? Do you have an Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook, I anything do. like that? I do. I have Instagram. Okay. I, that's the one I use the most. I also have Facebook, but I, I'm not on there as much. I like, nice. I like my Instagram. Um, and that's just my full name at like Instagram. So Tecla Hutirova. I don't know if um, they'll... Do you have a like a link to it or something? Or yeah, I'll put a link out? to it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> okay. I, I, don't spell it out. I don't think anybody's pulling out a pen right now on the other side of the radio. I didn't, but, yeah, uh, I didn't think so. I didn't want to <laughs> assume, though. <laughs> no, no. I'll put a, I'll put a link for uh, both uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and for uh, Instagram. But, uh, I don't have a Twitter that I actively use, but I'm going to try to set one up eventually. So if they want to keep doing it, I'll, I'll yeah. post it on my Instagram. I, I, do, I do for advertisements. Yeah, I like Instagram. Like Twitter, Twitter to me is, is 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 yeah. I do for for advertisement, but I don't use mm-hmm. Twitter personally. I think it's poison. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. When I see so many so many people get in trouble for saying the wrong thing, mm-hmm. or they'll say one thing like six years later it'll come up. It's like I'm too yeah. stupid for Twitter. Some people are just too stupid yeah, for for fair. some devices. I think I'm. You know what I mean? It's like I think I'm a little too dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what's on your mind right now? And you're like, okay, here's the thing. And it's like, it's a trap. Don't do it. That's a trap. You post pictures. Yeah, I mean, how can you get busted with that? I'm seriously, unless you're some kind of psycho. But even even the the director of Guardians of the Galaxy got busted for for saying something like six years years ago. And it's like, who in the world is scrolling six years on Twitter? Yeah. Some random people looking for something I, I think that's so yeah. dumb too i think like like you, you you don't even have to keep your tax returns that long <laughs> exactly 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 it's, it's cancel culture it's like people looking for a reason just to cancel you or, or just to be cruel towards yeah. you and i, I yeah. don't think those things are very yeah, i don't think so those things weird. are funny yeah no i mean and like sure you could have been that person then like it could have been sure. horrible and i'm sure if it's something actually crazy terrible right. then yeah you'd want them to be caught but if it's sure like, yeah i mean i guess that's it, why our parents said you know everything that's on the internet stays there forever exactly <laughs> I, I i don't see what the point is of changing if you're not going to be accepted for changing it does, it's like going yeah, to prison exactly. but and then getting out and then always being seen as a prisoner it's like come didn't yeah. i just do my Which time actually happens in our society as well yeah <laughs> You're, you're punished, you're punished for being a prisoner and then you're punished for getting out of prison. It's like, you know, there's a reason right. why I went to prison it was to do my time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's hard for the, our brain to see change, but that's yeah. a topic for another day. <laughs> it is a topic. I know we're going towards a really dark spot, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. So people are going to find you on Instagram. I'll put a, I'll put a link towards sure. your social media and what have you. Tekla, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a, it was a real pleasure. Thank you so much. It was, it was an honor and a pleasure as well. Looking okay. forward to working with you soon someday. Oh, uh, we'll see each other real soon. Maybe at a, a bowling event or maybe the, the, exactly. hopefully the tours awards. All the bowling events. <laughs> I would go to all of them. I, I, you, you, you have that kind of like, um, uh, shark eye look when you walk into a, an event because I've seen you walk into several events and you like beeline <laughs> right where your eyes are. Yes, you have a very shark eye look towards me. Like, I was sitting there with Tammy Baird. Yeah, I saw you walking in. You That's just like so beeline funny. right towards where you're looking towards. You oh didn't look gosh. anywhere else. You know, probably, 
Probably because I'm desperately trying to find the like people that I actually recognize and know and go right. to them because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so I will work on that now that you know that secret. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll seek you out and I'll, I'll say hello. And say hello to your boyfriend, yeah, too, as maybe, well, because I, I, I've seen him several times. <laughs> yeah, I know. Insta- I know. Wow. Hey, you're being so judgy. Come on. <laughs> All right. Look, we're we're going to clap you out of here. It was great, great talking to you. And, and uh, really take care of yourself, please. So great talking to you, too. Stay safe. Stay healthy. See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. That's Tecla. Have a great day. What a great human being. I'm just going to stay on Tecla instead of saying her last name so I don't, I don't ruin it. Hutrova. Hutrova. It should be that, right? Hutrova. Anyways, thank you so much for being on the show. You were a delight. You were funny and pleasant and uh, wonderful to talk to. Very open and giving. Thank you for sharing all your experiences with us from growing up in Arizona to taking martial arts to tricking to wanting to be an actress to wanting to be a stunt performer teaching us what a lot of these words mean in stunt performing. You know, what does this job do? What does that job do? She's very informative. She's a really great teacher. You can tell why people want her to teach. She has the information and she shares it with you. So it was a real great pleasure to have you on the show, Tecla, because, you know, as much as you think you know, you don't know that much. It's always great to have somebody on there who can teach you just a little bit more, a little bit more educated, a little bit more wise. And that's what our audience wants. Our, our audience wants more wisdom. They want more people to listen to and enlighten them in their field. We've had a lot of people on here, like Tech Club, where I've loved all their work. All their work, you know, it's, it's hard to say that to a human being when you, when you see a lot of work they've been in and you've never seen anything they've been in, but a lot of our guests, we we as an audience and I have seen almost all of their work. You can tell likability plays a big part in her life and her career. She's a very likable person. You can you can tell that's why people want to hire her, not only for her teaching for her work ethic, for her compassion, but her likability and her ability to shine in quite honestly difficult situations. Tekla, thank you so much for being on the show. It was our honor to have you on, our pleasure to have you on. And it's my honor and my pleasure 
to have the ability to do this show for you guys, my audience. Remember that now is a time of reflection. The time to think, what can I do, what I have not been doing, what should I be doing? Read that book, write that book, watch that movie, write that movie. I just reached out to a friend of mine who I haven't seen in a couple of years. They weren't very pleasant to me that I reached out see how they were doing. It didn't matter. I wanted to know how they felt. I wanted to know how they were doing. And I got an answer. They're doing just fine. That's all I cared about. Reach out to people. Love people. Love yourself. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't be wounded. Don't be so wounded. Maybe you had a tough with a person. Maybe you had a tough relationship with that human. Reach out to them. See how they're doing. You don't have to talk on the phone. You can text. You can send an email. Forgive yourself. Forgive other people. Love yourself. Love other people. Thank you, all of you. I love you very much. And I appreciate your time. My name is Steve Pisa, and this has been Cinema Files Radio. Be well.